0: Welcome to Reading and Ranting, where we read obsessively and rant about life in our 20s. I'm Carly. And I'm Mia. On today's episode, we're getting spicy
1: and talking spice. So for our reading section, we're going to dive into our favorite sex scenes and then rant about some horrible hookup stories from our past. So let's get into it.
0: Yes. so this will be how our favorite books are quite literally the opposite of our actual lives. But first things first, like, let's just establish that Let's Stop hating the girlies who love escapist romance tropes in their books with some spice thrown in. Like, I just want to escape to my book. I just want to be a single girl who doesn't need a boyfriend because I have fictional boyfriends. And why is that something to shit on? Like, It's a powerful community. We love like escaping to our little fake worlds. Like, let me be. This is how I fall asleep at night. Okay. Like, making up fake scenarios from my favorite characters because nothing is more sexy to me than like my favorite book characters. Like, that's like more sexy than thinking about myself, you know? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Facts. But like, what do you think makes a good spice scene? I would say first, what I love is the tension and the buildup. So, like, whether that's like, basically is halfway through the book they like are just now starting to like glance at each other and touch each other like that build up tension spice like I think that's really good but also some of these books do dive into it pretty quickly and it's still good so it's like it just depends on the scene but these authors that we're about to go into like they just do it so well
1: yeah, I think along with like the tension and the buildup, because I mean, I'm the same way. Like, if I'm 500 pages into a book and like they just kiss for the first time, like I am giggling and kicking my feet. Yeah. But when we get into it, we get into it. I think yeah. some of the best like scenes generally focus on like the foreplay a lot too. Like, in these books, yes, not always realistic to true life, but it could be like this like, eat the girl's pussy. And get her an (laughs) orgasm before putting your dick inside her. These girls be
0: like coming like five times before they're even like having penetrative sex like
1: no like truly like goals (laughs) yeah I'm like why is why is this not translating like come on yeah exactly
0: and it's because of that tension and build up like literally I'm Mm -hmm. like that TikTok sound especially if it takes a while to like build up to it I'm like where is it motherfucker where is it like trying to find this scene like half the time like if I'm texting Mia about a book she's already read I'm like where is the spice like let's add in like a little (laughs) sprinkle. Go, like salt bay, like throw that salt shit in. Like
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally and I did. love I also love like reading like any kind of range from like a half spice pepper all the way up to like five spice peppers. Like I read one mm-hmm. recently that was like this like vampire retelling and it was literally like a not a throuple, three guys and a girl. And like they're like worshipping her. That's like, like for quadruple the entire book.
0: Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I know. No, I mean, it's like basically these authors too. I'm sure they're writing their wildest fantasies and just like making it come to life for their own characters. Um, but speaking of quadruple scenes and quadruple, quadruple, whatever, me and I are about to read some of our favorite scenes, as we mentioned, and we're going to try not to laugh as One another reads from these books and specifically these scenes. So, Mia, you kick off. All right. So, we're going to
1: start with we've already mentioned one of our favorite Sarah J. Mass books, A Court of Silver Flames, Cassie and Gurley through and through over here. So, this scene is just like one of my favorites. It's the infamous dining table scene. So, if you haven't read Akitaf or you're halfway through your Akitar, read don't listen to the next like three minutes of the podcast go ahead and skip ahead
0: or do and get
1: excited or yeah or you can use this as a little teaser because like yeah you know you kind of know what's coming Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right here we go Uh. His cock was enormous, beautiful and hard, and absolutely enormous. Her mouth dried out, every plan she'd had requiring sudden reassessment. There was no way he'd fit entirely in her mouth, perhaps no way he'd even fit in her body. But she sure as hell wanted to try. Her fingers shook a little as she stroked them down the thick, long shaft. The skin was so soft, softer than silk or velvet, and he was hard as steel underneath. (laughs) He shuddered, and she lifted her eyes to find his gaze fixed on her hand. How do you like it, she asked, her voice breathy, as hot need washed through her. She wrapped her hand around his cock, her fingers barely able to reach around him completely. Gentle, (laughs) she made a feather soft pass over him, squeezing lightly. Cassian shook his head as if beyond words. She stroked him again harder, like this. His chest heaved, his teeth shining as he gritted them, but he shook his head. Nesta smiled, and when she pumped him a third time, she squeezed hard, letting her nails graze the sensitive underside of his shaft. His hips arced off the chair, and she pinned a hand to them. I see, she murmured and did it again, harder still, twisting her fist as she reached the round head. He tried to arch into her hand, but she pinned him again with that other hand. In this, she purred, head lowering. Do you like this? Nessa looked across his broad head, tongue sliding into the small slit across its tip. She licked up the small bead of moisture already gathered there. Everything in her body turned molten. A surge of wetness slicked between her thighs as the taste of him filled her mouth. Salt and something more. Something vital. Oh, oh gods. My God. Cassian
0: <laughs> <Fancy>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, god, the- is right, Cassian. Oh, oh god, is right.
1: I feel like I'm going to start saying, oh, God's instead of, like, oh, my <laughs> God in, like, my own sex life for, like, the amount of times these characters say it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, almost, almost there. In the the words, the groan they were born on were so delicious that Nessa sucked his tip into her mouth and grazed her tongue along the underside. He leaned his head back against the chair, hissing. She licked up his shaft in one long motion, rubbed her thighs together as she tasted him, felt all that hot, proud steel against her mouth she looked on the other side coating him making it easier for help herself as she put her mouth around him again and slid him between her lips he filled her almost immediately and she glanced down to discover there was enough of him still exposed that she needed to add her hand nesta he pleaded and she made another pass at him pulling him out nearly all the way before swallowing him again letting her throat relax desperate for as much of him in her mouth as could fit
0: I literally, like, this girl was listening to the Gluck Gluck 9000 by Alex Cooper. Oh. And, like, the way that she was, like, a blushing virgin, and then, like, suddenly is getting this guy, like, literally the best head he's ever gotten in, in his life. And let's not forget that the first five sentences of that scene were about how his dick was enormous. Like, Literally we got like a full like I like can see it. Like Mm -hmm. I close my eyes, I see that shit. Like it was painted beautifully for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not even it, guys. There's another
1: three pages of that. Oh yeah. That's just the start. I was blushing.
0: No, yeah,
1: same. <laughs> also, I think what I love about that scene is that's literally, like, Nesta taking complete charge and control. Like, that's, hot. like, just as hot sometimes as, like, the guy doing all the worshipping to the girl.
0: So, I love- Oh, 100%. Love the, fe-
1: love the female gaze there. No,
0: like, the way that she took control, like, that's hot. And it's, like, if you're a girl that, like, likes giving head and, like, you know, doing things to the guy, like, you will appreciate that scene. And even if you haven't liked it before, I think that might make you like it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. all right, a little different, but still similar. I'm going to read a passage from Icebreaker, which is a hockey figure skater romance. Honestly, like, we talked about tension and buildup. This scene, I'm looking at my Kindle, is 33% in, and there already had been some, like, hookups, just this is the first time they had sex. Um, So it wasn't really, like, a huge buildup, but still this scene was great. And the buildup, I think, was, like, even though they had hooked up before this, it was, like, first time they sex. So. Her entire body is trembling, chest heaving, pussy throbbing around me. It's too much, me. Nee. It's too good. I can't. Don't be a quitter, Anastasia. My fingers slowly tease her clit, deliberate and controlled, and she's almost there. Her mouth tilts towards me, hips bucking and grinding, eyes rolling back. I crash my mouth into hers as she screams, squeezing me so fucking tight I can't hold back, spilling into the condom. It's like fire spreading across my entire body, consuming and engulfing me, suffocating me in the flames. I'm twitching and spasming inside her well after we've stopped moving, the pleasure flooding through me. Was that better than hate sex? I grumble, forehead falling to her shoulder. She starts laughing, her body wiggling my arms. Oh my God, shut up, Nathan. Literally blushing, blushing. (laughs) Mia was dying at the condom part, like, (laughs) because we're like safe sex yeah, Yeah, because it's like fucking like period. real life like <laughs> yeah. no like it's not fantasy the, instead of the fantasies like no in fantasy they'd be like have you put did you do the the special spell where it makes it like or like your herbal you, supplement yeah did you rub the crystal on your cock so that i don't get an std like God. no this one's good yeah. and also like i don't know if i read enough for you to visualize but this scene like they're doing dog doggy and like mm-hmm. he's holding her neck like she's like mm-hmm. curved in half like she is bent in half mm-hmm. like with her neck literally like to his shoulder break, break like, the back break yeah. the back and also she's an ice skater so she's flexible like there's literally a scene during the sex scene where she fully does the splits on his dick Your
1: period like, drop down like- on that dick and do a full split like I yes literally
0: do a full fucking split yeah, I can't that's say I've like- ever done that before that's looking like in
1: split. Loki, like in fourth wing, like he's like Violet.
0: Like... <laughs> you no, know, there's so many scenes like this. Like, guys, I don't know if you this is Icebreaker spoilers, but like, literally, there's a scene where they're having sex against a wall, and he folds her in half. Like her, I like he was so strong, being an ice uh, hockey player, and she's an ice skater. Like, literally folded in half, like fucking piece of paper. So I digress.
1: Mm. Mm. Me satisfying. Is like, Maybe i, now I have now book. i have some
0: yeah now i have some
1: pictures it's sitting on my shelf it's like on my physical tbr just dude, just read it just read it girl i know i need it as like a little palate cleanser from the recent or i was gonna
0: reviews. say like if you ever need like a little vibrator me myself and i night like that's good content
1: True. could just grab
0: like a chapter too <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll tell you I'll, I'll send you the pages yeah
1: i'll like bookmark them yeah exactly for a rainy day um <laughs> no literally <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: so i've got a good one for you i'm gonna read you a passage from from blood and ash so spoilers from or technically the war of two queens and the from blood and ash series um so spoilers here but if you know this series you know it is all kinds of spicy all kinds of smutty this is the threesome scene of the joining the here joining. we go the joining <laughs> <sighs> My head was tilted again, and a tongue swept inside my mouth. I didn't even realize I was being lowered until my knees hit the damp grass. My eyes opened as my mouth was released, and the cords, they were still around us, so blinding in their intensity, now that they were nothing more than shadows." And everything was greedy. Hands, mouths, tongues, teeth, fangs. We were so greedy and that burn in my blood finally ignited. I was a fire that had spread to them and caught. I truly had no idea whose hands gripped my hips or whose mouth came down on mine. I only knew that I was being guided onto a chest that another pressed against my back. Only knew that a mouth was on mine, capturing my nearest scream of relief when I felt the thick, hard heat piercing me as quickly as Cass's fangs had earlier only knew that my palm was led to another rigid length, joining the hand already there. What I had asked for found me quickly, hitting me in shockwave after shockwave. The harsh grunt against my neck, the way those hands grabbed onto me, holding me in place, told me I hadn't found release alone. Nor was I alone when I was stretched onto my side, my mouth claimed by the one who held me from behind, keeping my leg draped over his hip as the one against my chest took me steadily, relentlessly, and I fell over that edge again. I could have had them both, I could have had both of them inside me tonight. Not at once but at different times it could have only been one of them who'd moved inside me but i knew who rolled me onto my back whose lap i was held in when a dark head and a wicked mouth found its way between my thighs licking and tormenting tasting and teasing until i shattered apart until i felt a hot splash against
0: my lower back oh really uh, not by the hot friend. splash <laughs> first of all girl like Woo! i thought that she did have two guys inside her at once during that scene i was like damn like, <laughs> bam, bam. I know, like I know I love that she clarifies that not at once. Yeah, not at once. But I'm like, I mean, live your I truth, think. Bestie. Like if you want that, do
1: pop, it. Pop off Poppy. Literally. Yeah,
0: no, pop off poppy. No, I mean that's like every girl's fucking fantasy right there like you know the best friend the husband they've like yeah we've already done this before with other women like you're Mm -hmm. not even the first we're like 500 year old vampires like we've been around the the block once or twice Um,
1: I know I love like that trope where like the guy is like all experienced like they've had like group sex and threesomes before they've like we've bedded plenty of women in our our 500 years you've
0: lived for 100 plus years like I fucking hope so and you like look like a god who's like chiseled and you're 500 and don't look a day over twenty. Like, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I love that. Honestly, I haven't read many like throuple scenes in fantasy. I feel like Blood and Ash is very like erotic in that way. Like they yeah. get like they get very inventive of like the different kinds. There's a lot of like public sex mm-hmm. scenes. I feel yeah. like too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, All right guys. Time as your Dr- as your local Jermione expert. Of course, I had to bring in a Germani fan fiction. And when I tell you guys the name, this one is Love in a Time of the Z- Zombie Apocalypse, which doesn't sound like it would be very, like, smutty, you know? And this is a, I think, 84, 85 chapter fix, So it's a long one. And, like, I love Draco and Hermione's relationship in this fic but i'll just get into this because kind of think like this is like mommy hermione and daddy draco but all right getting into it draco if i take your cock out what would i see she rested her cheek against his denim covered thigh battling batting her eyelashes up at him will you be pale or maybe flush the same color as my nipples after you suck on them or the red of my mouth after you kiss me until my head spins Or is it the deep pink of my kind after you fucked me raw? (laughs) His gaze dropped to her, his expression an odd mixture of rage, longing, and fear. His eyes were nearly black. Last chance, Hermione said, raising her wand again. When there was no response, she proceeded to vanish his jeans, underwear, and shoes, now leaving him naked but for the collar, cuffs, and harnesses. His hard, leaking cock was now inches away from her face. She could smell him. Musk, salt, and sweat. You know, people are always talking about... Uh, pure bloods being inbred. "'But if the Malfoys did anything right, this is it,' she said, "'running a fingernail along his heated flesh, causing him to flinch. "'Generations of careful, selective breeding delivers this to me now.' "'She took him in her hand. "'It looks like you're in pain. "'Are you hurting, Draco?' he groaned. "'The chain shook. "'If you want me to stop, I'll stop. "'No, I don't want you to fucking stop,' he snarled. "'Yes, tell me. "'What do you want, then?' He looked away, frustrated, but unwilling to give in. Hermione laughed at him. You're worse than Orion. Use your words. He still wouldn't look at her. Hermione lifted her hands to the back of her neck and began to untie the straps that held up her dress. They fell and the bodice dipped a little lower, but it was too fitted to come off entirely without assistance. She untied her hair next and let down her curls. And yes, now he was looking at her again. Hermione peeled the bodice down, exposing her breasts to him and was rewarded with a twitch from his cock. Fuck, he hissed. Alright, there's a lot more, but I think you get the gist. That's like also a very long, long-winded sex scene in the Death Eaters' sex dungeon. Reaction, also, Mia. In
1: bread, pure blood comment. I could not get over that one. Sorry, I, that, get- I love that.
0: Wait, I need to reread that one. Like honestly, I love it okay generations of careful breeding no generations of careful selective breeding delivers this to me now but if the Malfoy did anything right this is it as she refers to his cock no like wow wow (laughs) dude I love the fan fictions where Draco is just this like daddy with like a huge fucking dick it's so good I mean yeah yeah I it's need- like a,
1: i need to be questioning whether it will fit inside
0: me no always always and hermione's always like ah, never seen one this big because ron was horrible in bed it's like what did you think like come on the
1: ron the ron hate the ron hate <laughs> oh my goodness wow thank you for enlightening me that's, of course i mean i'm a Germani girl first that was the og Germani girl that told
0: you to get back into it but yeah. damn, damn damn <laughs> that's just gonna be react. we need like a it's like the spice scale but like we need the damn scale <laughs> damn <laughs> literally <laughs> me and jaw like imagine. dropped <laughs> no dropped. actually
1: like actually i can't i uh, that one. that one sent me that one sent mm-hmm. me Oh my, okay. Well, I have another one for you. Jumping back to our favorite lady, Sarah J. Mass in Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood. We've also got a lot of foreplay happening in Crescent City. So, like, they don't actually have sex until like a good chunk of the way through book two. So, this is a book one kind of like little makeout scene. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Not the
1: evil laugh. <laughs> okay hunt dragged his teeth along the side of her neck and she panted her entire consciousness narrowing to the sensation she slid her hand down his front to his pants the hard considerable length straining against them Erd spare her she palmed his cock eliciting a hiss from him all of it athelar thank fuck he breathed against her neck and she laughed her laugh died as he put his mouth on hers again as if he needed to taste the sound too tongues and teeth and breath his hands artfully unhooking her bra under her dress she wound up straddling his lap wound up grinding herself over that beautiful perfect hardness in his lap wound up with her dress peeled down to her waist her bra gone and hunt's mouth and teeth were around her breast sucking and biting and kissing and nothing 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 had ever felt this good this right rice didn't care that she was moaning loud enough for every demon in the pit to hear not as hunt switched to her other breast sucking her nipple deep into his mouth she drove her hips down on his release already a rising wave in her "'Fuck, Bryce,' he murmured against her breast. "'She only dove her hand beneath the waist of his pants. "'His hand wrapped around her wrist, though, halted her millimeters from what she'd wanted in her hands, "'her mouth, her body, for weeks. "'Not yet,' he growled, dragging his tongue "'along the underside of her breast, content to feast on her. "'Not until I've had my turn. "'The words short-circuited every logical thought, "'and any objections died as he slipped a hand up her dress, "'running it over her thigh, higher. "'His mouth found her neck again "'as a finger explored the lacy front of her underwear.' "'He hissed again as he found it utterly soaked, "'the lace doing nothing to hide the proof "'of just how badly she wanted this, wanted him. "'He ran his finger down the length of her "'and back up again. "'Then that finger landed on that spot "'at the apex of her thighs. "'His thumb gently pressed it on it over the fabric, "'drawing a moan deep from her throat. "'She felt him smile against her neck. "'His thumb slowly circled, "'every sweep a torturous blessing.' Hunt. she didn't know if his name was a plea or a question he just tugged aside her underwear and put his fingers directly on her she moaned again and hunt stroked her two fingers dragging up and down with teeth grinding lightness he licked up the side of her throat fingers playing mercilessly with her he whispered against her skin do you taste as good as you feel bryce please find out immediately she managed to gasp his <laughs> la- <laughs> so real so fucking real for that girl <laughs> His laugh rumbled through her, but his fingers didn't halt their leisurely exploration. Not yet, Quinlan. One of his fingers found her entrance and lingered, circling. Do it, she said. If she didn't feel him inside her, his fingers or his cock, anything, she might start begging. So bossy, Hunt purred against her neck, then claimed her mouth again. And as his lips settled over hers, nipping and taunting, he slid that finger deep into her. Both of them groaned. Fuck, Bryce, he said again. Fuck. Her eyes nearly rolled back into her head at the feeling of that finger. She rocked her hips, desperate to drive him deeper and he obliged her, pulling out his finger nearly all the way, adding a second and plunging both back into her. She bucked, her nails digging into his chest, his thunderous heartbeat raged against her palms. She buried her face in his neck, biting and licking, starving for any taste of him while he pumped his hand into her again. Hunt breathed into her ear. I'm gonna fuck you until you can't remember your god's damn name. (laughs)
0: We love that they are able to keep the banter during that. Like they're like, no, literally, like, <laughs> like like so oh, That's the iconic. That's yeah. iconic. <laughs> no, I mean that's also like the tension, like you said, like they haven't had sex yet. Like they were like waiting, I believe, um, and like you know, it's just you can tell they want it so bad that they're like trying to keep it, like less rated R is just so good um also we always love when the guy is like not until I take care of you first like I love that (laughs) trope
1: yeah he's like not until I've had my turn oh love yeah Because
0: also I'm like in the real life, we know that most guys are like, I will not like last. So they're like, I'll get you first because I will last for two seconds and you need more time. But in this, like in the fantasy world, it's always like, they're like, let me make you come seven times and then we'll talk
1: Or like sometimes IRL, like it just doesn't like translate. Like they'll do it for like one or two minutes and I'm like, I I need a little more buildup. Like, come on, babe. Yeah. That that too.
0: That too. It's like, you can't like shove down my pants and immediately just be like, bam. Like (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What happened to hello? My name is. The bam scale is different than the damn scale. A damn is a damn. That's good. A bam. That's that's scary that's bam is scary bam is bad damn is good bam is bad yeah the, the bam to damn scale we're coining this for for our podcast you heard it on reading and ranting first <laughs> oh my god okay well to stay Sorry. on the sjm
1: train what have you got next for me
0: okay last one guys this is from the throne of glass series specifically in kingdom of ash and this is a Minon and Dorian scene. And if you've read in a Glass, you're likely a Menorian shipper because they are the best couple ever. So hot. Like both of them, like both of them, I would equally like have sex with. But okay. This also, just to preface, it's not nearly as spicy as any of the scenes we just read because if you know in a Glass, it leans a little more YA, but still for being a YA book, like this is gold. Manon reached for him, fingers digging into his shoulders, and Dorian rose over her, finding her mouth in a plundering kiss. A shift of her hips, and he was buried, the heated silk of her, enough to make him forget that they had a camp around them, or kingdoms to protect. He did not bother with phantom touches. He wanted her all for himself, skin to skin. Every thrust into her, Manon answered with a rolling, demanding movement of her own. Stay, the word echoed in each breath. Dorian took one of her legs and hefted it higher, angling him closer. He groaned to the perfection of it, and Manon swallowed the sound with a kiss of her own, a hand clamping on his backside to propel him harder, faster. Dorian gave Manon what she wanted, gave himself what he wanted, over and over and over, as if this might last forever. Uh, on my (laughs) knees i would be on my (laughs) knees for both of them it's the angling the hefting the leg higher and propelling him harder that gets to me oh right there yeah Mm -hmm. uh, oh oh the angle daddy Uh. the angle (laughs) it's always
1: it's always little details like that like it's like oh i shifted and finally he's hitting that perfect angle
0: right inside me after we've read three scenes, I from like Sarah G. Mass universe, I now know she loves the like term "heated silk," whether yeah. it's referring to a pussy or a cock, yeah. <laughs> either one, a heated mm-hmm. silk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cassian's silky dick. Yeah, they said heated silk. I think I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Oh I'm gosh. like I've never had that thought cross my mind, but it's a great descriptor. So yeah i love like a fantasy like sexy and descriptive word like no the like the like <laughs> the euphemisms
1: for dick uh-huh. like fantasy authors will go out of their way to say velvet wrapped steel hard shaft like sheath like uh-huh. uh, hard steel
0: like length exactly hard length
1: like all of or
0: it. they just always say cock i've n- you never really read mm-hmm. dick it's always cock cock it's like it's like (laughs) yeah i know it is oh my goodness well i'm i'm feeling it at some type of way if i'm gonna be honest (laughs) (laughs) mia's like i'll be taking care of myself after this don't you Mm -hmm. worry
1: more than likely
0: Well, to get into
1: on the flip side, I think we need to get into our rant section for today to get ready to hear about some horrible hookup stories about you. All
0: right, well, kicking us off of my freshman year of college, which you know is already going to be an embarrassing kind of chaotic story of regrets and just like, you know, looking back now, it's always like, oh, why did I hook up with that person? But freshman year, like, anything goes. Like, really, like, it's the trenches. But to set the scene, I basically was at this bar that all the freshmen went to. Shout out fucking Peckerheads on 36 in and, and Austin. If you know, you know. That I'm was triggering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <I'm> Mia's like, oh, <gasps> like, literally, like, jump scare. Yeah. Um, So my peckerheads is crowded as fuck as per usual and I see this guy and like we kind of knew each other because he was like in a frat that like I knew a lot of people in and I was in like kind of like the sister sorority to his frat and we like lived in the same building whatever so I'd see him around I like bump into him he starts chatting with me tells me, oh, like, I've seen you around, like, you're really cute, you know, like, obviously, I fall for it, we make out, and within two minutes, he's, like, asking me to go home with him, and I do, because I'm, like, yeah, like, I'm fucked up, I'm drunk, like, I'm a freshman, we go home, we, like, mess around a little, <laughs> whatever you would call it, in his apartment, and I lived in the same building, a lot of people I knew freshman year lived in this building, And I was on a different floor, but like we go in and everyone had to share rooms. So it was like two twin beds in one room, but it was like a suite. So there's like four roommates, but two, two and two. So I'm hooking up with him. And I was like, we're not having sex. Like, I don't want to have sex with you. And he like kept trying to convince me to have sex with him. And I was just like, no, like I'm not having sex with you. Like whatever. And shortly after, um, he was like, oh, my roommate just texted me that he's coming home with a girl, like, uh, well, you gotta go, like, oh, he, like, wants the room for himself, whatever. So he rushes me out, like, I'm so drunk, guys, I'm being rushed out of this man's fucking apartment, and now that I look back, I'm like, do you think there was even his roommate coming back with a girl like no like he was just kicking me out and it's funny because I wouldn't have stayed either like I would have gone out of there but I guess he didn't know that about me that I'm like also like uh, bye so he kicked me out and I also like run into my guy friend in the elevator because it was actually his room he was not the immediate roommate that was supposedly coming with the girl but he was the sweet mate. and he's like why are you like on my floor at 3am like coming into the elevator and i'm like oh gotta go bye so i run into the elevator already caught like leaving this man's room like red-handed next day this man texts me and he's like you left your bra here I'm like no shit like you fucking like drove me out like cattle out of your room so we're like coordinating when i can go and get this bra honestly like i think i would have just left it but he was like being insistent that i like grabbed it because you know after a hookup when you like leave like clothes there you're like well like I hope they enjoy that yeah it's gone like I'm never seeing it again but he was very insistent on me getting this bra so I convinced one of my best friends freshman year to go down with me because over my dead body was I about to walk into this room and get this bra by myself Luckily, there was no one home. They just left their door open. But my Lacy Double D bra is just sitting on their kitchen table forever, like literally like neatly folded, like cups folded, like pushed up, like literally neatly folded on the kitchen table. But I'm like, how long has this been sitting here? Because it had been days. Like I think I picked it up like maybe four or five days after because I just like didn't have time to go get it. So I'm like, has this bra been sitting on this table for days? And my guy friend made a comment about it. He was like, yeah, I saw your bra. I know, I know whose room you were leaving when I saw you in the elevator. So I'm just like, oh, this is just mortifying. Like, I never even spoke to this man again. Like, literally knew him for all four years of college. Like, we never chatted about it. But I will say everything comes full circle because who did i see when i was on new york city hinge today the day that i knew we'd be recording this episode and i'd be diving into this story i saw the bra man so shout out to the bra man like (laughs) love you babe like i didn't like him guys don't worry but yeah i was like oh it's the bra man promptly x x him out i was like oh jump scare on to the next it's the bra man for me it's the yeah. folded bra it's on the, the folded bra you know what I mean when it's like you gotta fold a bra and kinda, yeah. like press the cups up you know yeah. like kind of like, like fold
1: them in to yeah yeah so
0: that they like lay nicely like he fully like pressed the cups up like it was like it was like I was like did you used to work at Victoria's Secret like someone, this, like, cooked, here. someone <laughs> cooked here like this training I'm like who taught you how to like fold bras and underwear like he's like the Marie Kondo I'm like will you come like Marie Kondo my my lingerie drawer
1: not the Marie Kondo <laughs> my underwear drawer actually I'm ai have a messy underwear drawer I'm a throw that shit who in doesn't there. I'm I ha-
0: if you're folding your underwear like we can't be friends
1: you're a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> shout out my best friend and roommate she did that all through college I would watch her <laughs> fold her little thongs into patches of big like, bullets
0: of three No, seriously, like, are we at Victoria's Secret? Like, who is looking? Who is Uh, looking? Yeah. No, like, actually, it's the hot girl nightstand. You got your, like, underwear thrown in there, your vibrators, my passport, my checkbook, like.
1: My (laughs) journal, my crystals, my my (laughs) magnesium gummies and melatonin. Exactly. (laughs) My fucking meds, my. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My My weed gummies.
0: Hot girl (laughs) nightstand. I digress. Pretty much everything, yeah.
1: Well, oh, that's a hard story to follow, but I also have a freshman year hookup story, don't we all? I mean, I have, mm-hmm. like, um too many, but <laughs> mm-hmm. this one in particular sticks out in mind. It's it's a period horror story. Ladies, yep. I know we've all been there, and guys, if you're listening, I know we've all been there. Like, it happens. It's natural.
0: Yeah. And However, can we preface, too, that whenever it's a period sex horror story, like, boys probably don't know this and sorry for outing the girls here but whenever girls are like oh like I must have just gotten my period I didn't even know like no like we know we know like (laughs) we knew we told all of our friends we were like do you think it's okay to have period sex tonight like with this guy like we told all of our friends so like we thought we were on the tail end of it and we were like oh like I'm just free bleeding today anyways like it's no big deal like we knew yep Yep, pretty much. And I tend to have like really heavy periods
1: with my birth control. I have like the arm implant next on. And so I'm like day like eight of my period. So it's like it's lightening up and I same same thought process. I'm like, mm-hmm. I-, I don't need to mention it. It's gonna be yeah, fine. no. No. So, you know, we're on the twin XL dorm bed. We're on like a I think this is like a 3 p.m. situation on a weekday. Like my roommate was gone. We just like wanted to like jump in there. Uh and just so, jump in there. Yeah. So this guy and I we start having sex and uh we had turned the lights off because it was like the middle of the fucking day. Like I was like, I'm not gonna have sex in the daylight with all the lights on. And then like halfway through, he's like, uh, wait, like uh, something may be wrong. And I was like, What? <laughs> and he's like, I think he might be bleeding, and I was like, Oh, like sorry, like let me grab a towel, like I, like I was kind of on the end of my period like whatever whatever and so we kind of like stop we go to turn on the lights and like I go to grab a towel murder scene murder scene on my bed I mean blood is splattered there is a handprint on my white pillow and comforter like straight up like from his hand there's blood all, like all the way like halfway up his chest and like halfway down his thighs like mm-hmm everywhere and it, it's it's just it's all over both of us like to the point that it took it took like minutes to like clean up and then I had to go do my I like he like laughed like I was like oh I'm so sorry yeah I mean he was so totally cool about it but like I mean I feel like that's the best it's like the only thing you can do is be like what's cool we'll clean it up
0: like no exactly you be, like ew that's obviously like what else are you gonna do you yeah know? like honestly like if i was in the opposite direction like opposite end of things and i was a dude like getting coated in period blood does sound disgusting but it's just the name of the game it's the name of the game yeah, there's yeah. grosser things that happen yeah
1: like you have yeah there's bodily fluids everywhere like what, yeah what are you gonna exactly. do uh but so the real horror story part of this hookup horror story is that i lived in a co-ed dorm with laundry units in the basement so i had to take my giant stained period comforter pillows sheets everything i mean when i tell you the blood bled through every single layer of, like, my comforter, my sheet, mm-hmm. my top sheet, my sheet, and my fucking, like, mattress topper. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. So Oh, I'm yeah.
0: The laundry. Mm-hmm. No, I had the same exact story as Mia. Also, like, my junior year of college, so a little later. But, like, you know, just to keep it short, because it's basically the same story, but we were having sex, and this is middle of the night. Like, this was, like, a booty call. Um And I knew I was on my period and I had really heavy periods this year for like health reasons, but it was like the tail end. So I was like, I'm fine. I'm not even going to mention anything. Mm-hmm. And it's pitch black in my room. I had a room without a window. So it's like no window, no lights on. It's 3am pitch, pitch black. And it's always the guy that like notices like the weight girls, like we don't even feel it. We're like, láady, lá. he's like, something feels weird. Turn uh-huh. on the lights, murder <laughs> exorcism in the bed someone stabbed me 20 times like if I walked in and didn't know like I would fucking faint and think someone like was murdered it's like and then same thing all over his body like arms legs like fucking like balls dick like (laughs) like everywhere (laughs) and this man just looks at me with like shock on his face like looking down his body looking up at me looking down looking up and he's like are you okay? Like, actually, this man thought that he like like did something really bad, like like he... ripped your organs in half. No, like <laughs> he thought he like looked. like he I don't know what he thought, and I was just like, yeah, and like he goes and the... we like both kind of like shower off, like you know, some reason I think I think he was down to continue because he was like, I'm here for a reason, so we kind of just like laid a towel down, finished up, he yeah. left, and also we had. We hooked up again, so like, didn't deter him. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what was going through my mind. I was also drunk because it was just like after a night out. I was like, I do not know. Same thing. Like, comforter soaked through, sheets soaked through, bedspread like mattress topper soaked through. I, in my three a.m. drunk state of mind, took my little murder scene like. Like literally the splash was the size of like, like, you know, when in football they pour the Gatorade over the like, you know, coaches' heads. Like it was that big of a splash, like a whole tin thing of Gatorade, but period blood. And I take a 10 gallon, gallon. like I did not even know I had that much blood in my body, let alone my pussy. (laughs) And I take my comforter and my best friends lived like two doors down from me on the same floor of my apartment building, I took my comforter and ran in the hallway to their room. I'm like literally like holding this comforter and I burst open the door. They're still up because like they were like my friends that would like come home, bull, get high, smoke, like eat snacks. I knew they'd be up. And I just go, I don't know what to do. Like what do I do? I'm freaking out holding my fucking murder scene comforter. And they're like, Carly, we're going to bed, like, deal with this tomorrow. So then I, like, slinked back to my room, also holding the comforter. Luckily, like, next day, like, my bestie, Britt, like, helped me clean that shit. Like, I was, like, literally using so many different Tide Pod sticks. Yeah. But it happens sometimes, guys. It happens. And it is embarrassing. But just know, like, it will not deter men. And if it does, then you don't need them anyways. Yeah, that's their fucking loss. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. exactly (laughs) oh my god okay and then i think like this is kind of a common trope and it's like a horror story but not really like it's just more like embarrassing but have you ever fallen off the bed doing doing the deed like yeah and i just think it's it's not a horror story but it depends how you like play it off if someone made a big deal out of it i think that'd be like a horror story but usually i feel like it happens you kind of just stand up you're like shake it off shake it off like Time out, time out, and then you kinda just like resume. At least in my experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. There's some acrobatics going on sometimes.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like icebreaker. She's doing the splits. Like <laughs> Except we're uncoordinated or we're falling off the bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we're not like Olympic level athletes, so it just happens like that sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. hmm Well, to wrap this up, you guys. I have the story, personally, I think, the story to end all stories because I have quite literally never heard of this happening to anybody. Please, for the love of God, if you or someone, or if you or a loved one has experienced this, like, <sighs> literally please write in because I, I need to know that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. This is the tale of my poison ivy thighs. Like quite literally my PITs.
0: No the pits. <laughs> the literally the pits. Like you okay. had the pits. I had the pits I had a case like, of the pits yeah you had a case of the pits like that is a new sexually transmitted disease that I'm adding I'm like literally going to make a campaign like being like if you or a loved one have ever been affected by the pits you were entitled to financial compensation this is gonna be like an ad it's gonna have that like Sarah McLachlan song that's always in those like you know the shelter ads for the dogs but it's if you have had pits, like, you're entitled to compensation, because it's insane that this happened.
1: Like, please someone cut me a check, because just <laughs> the, the trauma of going through this, like, actually, I'm going to start a GoFundMe to go along with our campaign for my the emotional damage that this situation exactly. caused me. So, to actually tell you guys how this occurred, um, so there was uh, another, this is another freshman year story, so a little, like, not even situationship level, but somebody I had hooked up with several times at this point. Um, it was the same situation. Like we're in like a suite. So I'm like over at his dorm um, building and we're hooking up. We, you know, go for the hookup, like whatever happens, happens. Uh, and then like an hour or two later, I like walk back to my dorm and like my thighs start intensely itching. Like I am like scratching at them. Like I'm like, This is so weird. it's, like, we live in Texas. It's, like, the summer. Like, it's the start of the semester. So it's, like, hot as bulk. Like, sometimes your thighs
0: will be chafing. Yeah, you're, like, like, chafing? Like, what is this?
1: This was, like, itchy. And so I finally get home uh, or back to my dorm. And, like, I'm, like, looking down at myself and, like, looking in the mirror red welts all up and down my thighs, like my inner thighs. And I am like, oh my God, like this fucking hurts. When my roommate gets back, I like text my roommate and I'm like, can you like, will you come over here? Uh and so she gets, us- she comes back to my room and she looks at it and she's like, girl, like, have you never had poison ivy before? Like this is poison ivy. She's like, how did you get it on your thighs and nowhere else on your legs? And I was
0: like, <laughs> what? The bits? The
1: bits. The fits had struck.
0: Uh, the bits had struck.
1: and I'm like I'm literally like the gasp that I ghost i had never had poison ivy in my life I didn't know what it felt like uh she's like you should go to like UHS like the university health center and I was like okay uh and so I like run over there for like a last minute like urgent care whatever appointment and the doctor is like yeah girlfriend like this is a poison ivy rash like you're having an allergic reaction to it on top of that and I was like what the fuck so he just like prescribed me some like whatever cream like itch relief cream but like the strong prescription (laughs) kind. And so for, like, three days, I'm just sitting there slathering this cream over my thighs. And then at one point, I was actually really concerned that it was going to scar because it looked like it faded out to these, like, intense, like, red-brown marks. Like, I have photo evidence of this. I, like, literally, like, sent Snapchats of it's scarring, like, to my my
0: friend group. She's guys. like, this is why the the pits, like, I'm – entitled to compensation no literally like, entitled to compensation physical damage
1: it, it didn't for the record but the funniest part about all of this is that even the doctor was like I, I don't understand like we've been outside like were you hiking and I was like no <laughs> and I was like well I had sexual intercourse like right before this happened and he was like and then you're
0: like doctor matter, is like you're like matter what? of fact like an hour before this happened yeah like,
1: I, yeah it's poor doctors like okay like it might be possible that like if it was on like the other individual's clothing and like I was like, okay, so if it was on this guy's pants and I sat on his pants like straddling him, like could that have done it?
0: Like me shooing the shit with this doctor trying you're to You're like up. you're like literally like rehashing your positions of yeah. the doctor being like, so if I was straddling him and bouncing up and down this cock would that have given me pets? yeah and he's quite like, literally he's like listening he's like uh-huh uh-huh yeah, yeah. Down he's,
1: he's like explaining like he's like the oils from the plants like could have transferred it. he's like did you have a dog in your lap and I was like no like I remember we're going through all these scenarios and at the end of the day he's like yeah it was probably from the guy you hooked up with and I was like mm, great oh, so
0: my god I had a case
1: of the pits and it was horrible. I wish I wish I would not wish this upon my worst enemy,
0: you guys. No, and what if like, did you say anything to this guy? Like, does he know that he was a pit spreader?
1: I mean, I think I think I did message him, but I'm pretty sure he just straight up did not believe me. Cause like I messaged him and I like I was like I like snapshotted him the photos and I was like, <laughs> uh like I, I think Snapchat-ed I opened, him the photos. I think I opened with have you were you outside like by chance like gardening or like doing yard work like at your frat <laughs> like I was like uh like just uh, you know wondering and he was like uh no and I was like well I have this poison ivy rash on my thighs and I think the only explanation is that you somehow had poison ivy all over you and then we hooked up and I got it on my thighs and he was like what <laughs> He's, like, this whore
0: spreading out,
1: like, literally, like, babe, like, pits, like, he's the pits, like, and I, yeah, so the the poor guy, I don't, I don't think we, I don't think we came back from that one, I think. Yeah, I I think that was the end of that.
0: I mean, do you want to come back from the guy that gave you pits? Like, like I said five times, you are entitled to financial compensation. If anything, like, the next time you ever see this man again, like, he's gonna be having papers handed to him saying, you've been served. Like yeah, for period. giving a girl pits and you need to pay for her emotional trauma and damage. wait actually like bra man.
1: Last summer after we graduated, he liked me on Hinge, and I no, was like, the audacity,
0: Sir. yeah, no, the audacity." <laughs> like if this guy's, I'll keep you updated. Like if this bra man likes me on Hinge, I'm like, "Sir, the time has passed. Like there is a time and a place, and this is not it."
1: sorry, you're cut. The time, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're you're <laughs>
0: cut. <laughs> No longer, no longer keeping in their guests. Yeah. (laughs) No, not the pits guy. Like, not the pits guy. That's even worse. Like, you're like, you're like, you know how when you go to a doctor's office, you have to usually take a, like, checklist now saying, like, have you been near, like, someone with COVID-19? And, like, literally, if you ever wanted a date or hooked up with him again, it's, like, you slide him the checklist and it's, like, have you been gardening recently? Have you been near any bushes that could or could not have poison IV? Like, he's yeah. literally doing, like, the iPad, like, check-in, like...
1: <laughs> no, like, honestly, that probably would have saved us both some pain and a yeah. lot. <laughs> exactly. But... Oh, well, to end on a slightly happier note, I think we gotta address how, despite all these horrible hookup stories, when you can take matters into your own hands, like with our smutty little sex scenes that we've described, it's me, myself, and my vibrator. I mean hmm
0: it's quite the combo the holy trinity <laughs> exactly but I hope that all of our listeners have experiences like these scenes that we've just read out because like I want the best for you guys and that'd be awesome epic mind-blowing like can't even d- describe how much I want that for myself so hope you guys enjoy but also to say like We've all had some hookup horror stories. And at the end of the day, you just need to laugh about it. Because, like, days later, years later, like, this is a tale that you will tell your friends and be crying, giggling, kicking your feet, like, screaming, throwing up. Like, it's for the plot, guys. It's for the plot.
1: Quite literally. I mean, there's just there's nothing to do but laugh about it. Also, like sex is human. Like it's literally like if you can't laugh like while having sex or like about sex, like either with your partner or
0: like your friends, like uh go go over yourself. Exactly. Exactly. This is a safe space, besties. And just know, like, if you've ever had pits, we are here for you. Yeah. If you if you need financial compensation. <laughs> Yeah, if we if we make T shirts that are saying like you know pit survivor, I hope that you guys buy these because Mia is starting her GoFundMe for the emotional damage, so she can start going to see a therapist and talk about her fear of pits.
1: All of the proceeds will go to our foundation <laughs> <laughs> for pit survivors
0: and supporters. Oh my god, I can't get over
1: it. I mean, I'm I'm over it. That, again, nothing to do but laugh about it. I'm a, pit, I'm a pit survivor. I'll wear that on my sleeve.
0: All right, besties, get ready. Because on next episode, we will be discussing the highly anticipated next book in the fourth wing series, which is Iron Flame. We are literally counting down the days until this comes out. So just get ready for our deep dive. But we're always looking for book racks. So if you have a suggestion, shoot us a DM on TikTok at Reading Renting Pod or email readingandrentingpod at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading besties.